So moving on then with the glossary, the youth unemployment rate in Korea is at its highest and discussions of implementing various policies connected to that have obviously been taking place. But among them, the Rosetta Plan. Cho ji good morning to you. Good morning and Happy New Year, Alex. Yes, uh, and to you too. Every, um, well, I hope all the all the best for 2016 for you and for our listeners. And to all these young people who've been struggling to get jobs. That's right. So let's start with the so-called Rosetta plan. Um, but before that, let's look at the current situation in Korea. So we have a special law to promote youth employment, which is something like the Rosetta plan in Korea. Uh, public agencies and organizations, they have to employ 3% of its workforce from the younger generation. And and this has been set as a mandatory clause by the government in May of 2013, and they decided to operate the law for three years, from 2014 to 2016. Uh, however, according to the Ministry of Labor and Employment, of the 391 public agencies and local public organizations that are actually mandated to fill this 3% quota, only 291 workplaces, or 74.4%, met the requirements. So this is evaluated as being insufficient in terms of abiding by these rules. Even just this name, Rosetta Plan, has an interesting background, doesn't it? Let's yes, take that's a deeper right. look. Well, the plan got its name from a movie that made headlines back in 1999. It was in Belgium, and it was depicting the life of a 17-year-old girl who struggled to find a job just to get by. And this reflected the grim conditions of youth unemployment back in the days. So the Rosetta Plan agreements are part of the cooperation agreement concluded between the federal government and the federal uh, federate entity in Belgium, which stands for a preventative approach of youth unemployment. So young people thus have the opportunity to acquire some vocational experience through a first job agreement. That's what they called it officially. So the aim is to offer as soon as possible to young people a job or a training and a job or an apprenticeship. And it was a move to avoid that young people would get stuck in unemployment and uh, a move to improve their vocational education skills that are necessary for a longer-term integration in the labor market. And this plan came into force on April 1st of 2000. Right. So what was the obligation for employers in creating additional employment for the younger generation? Well, within the framework for the Rosetta Plan, um, a private sector employer putting to work at least 50 workers, or physical units, is obliged to hire a number of young unemployed corresponding to 3% of his workforce. Um, the occupation of new workers must constitute an additional recruitment and thus cannot be compensated by firing company personnel. And enterprises that do not put to work the 3% of young people risk financial sanctions under the law. Um, for example, they have to risk having to pay a compensatory indemnity of 3,000 Belgian francs per month and per day during which the compulsory percentage had not been met. And what's in it for employers? Well, for young people that were employed under this agreement, the employer pays the usual social security contributions. And as a result, for the other workers, the employer was granted a structural costs reduction. And that amount was raised on April 1st of 2000. 
On the other hand, for low-skilled young people who don't have a diploma or a higher secondary educational level um, that are employed under the Rosetta Plan, the employer has the right to deduct a quarterly fixed sum of 20,000 Belgian francs over all Social Security contributions, provided that the employer employs young people who would represent at least 3% of his workforce. And for an employment of more than 3% of young people in comparison with the workforce, the employer was granted a quarterly reduction of 45,000 francs for the recruitment of each additional low-skilled young person. So if the employer voluntarily employs 5% or more young people, uh, the employer received a quarterly reduction of 45,000 Belgian francs for all of the low-skilled young people that were employed. Let's now make this about Korea. Mm, yes. What does it imply? Well, uh, youth unemployment remained unresolved, um, even with uh, such a policy in Belgium. So at first, the companies followed suit, but then the unemployment soared back again after maybe three or four years. So this is the case that really shows stopgap measures, just papering over the problem by pressuring companies to hire instead of ad- addressing the fundamental causes, are difficult to succeed. Now, the Korean government has continuously ca- come up with various policies to promote youth unemployment. Um, It's worrisome because the youth unemployment or employment projects are so diverse and complex. Um, The younger generation have a difficult time actually fully understanding these policies and making use of them. So to this end, the government did announce that it will integrate all of these projects into 57 businesses, and it has allocated 2.12 trillion won for the process. But experts are saying that the government not only needs to come up with labor reform, but also a reform of the economic system to find a solution to a bigger problem, to to build a stronger service industry and sustainable growth base. Gian, thanks for all that. Thank you, Alex. That rounds out today's glossary.